This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good evening, everyone. Welcome live from Cedarhurst, New York. Okay. Um, okay, so Masechti Yavamas, Dav Chav Dalad. We have to start from the bottom of Chav Gimel Amad Beis. We have a, a interesting question here. We know the case of the Mishnah. The Mishnah is you have uh, two brothers, two people, who married two sisters. Yet two people are not related. We'll call them uh, Pliny and Almaini. They're not related. And they married two sisters, Rach and Leah. They just don't know who married who. So, and, they, and they both died. And they both have two brothers. So we basically say... Uh, let's say Ploini has a brother Reuven and Shimon, Almani has a brother Levi and Yehuda. So we say uh, Reuven should give Chalitza. One of the brothers gives Chalitza, and the other brother does Ibam. On the other side also, one brother does Chalitza, the other brother does Ibam. So if Reuven does Chalitza and Shimon does Ibam, so Levi does Ibam to the woman that Reuven gave Chalitza to, and Shimon does Yibam to the woman that... Um, sh- so and, um, Shimon does Chalitza to the one that Levi did uh, Chalitza to. Right? Sh- so in other words, Ruvain g- gives Chalitza to a woman, so Levi could do Yibam to that woman. Um, Shimon could do Yibam to a woman, then Yehuda gave Chalitza to that woman. So th- that's the case of the Mishnah. That's the final case. And... Lazesh Naim, Lazesh Naim, were four lines in the bottom of Gimel Amid Beis. Hasu Lamali. What do I need this case for? Why do I need this case? Hainu Hach. That's basically the same thing uh, where there's one brother. And, uh, excuse me, let's say, there, let's say there's only one person who married two women, one of two women, and he dies. And he has two brothers, so the first one does chalitza and the other one does yibam. Or the case where one has one brother and the other has two brothers. So the one that has one brother, he does chalitza. The one that has two brothers, chalitza and yibam. Why do I need this fourth case? What do I need this case for? So the Gemara says, Hainuach, isn't it the same as the previous case? Says, I would think in this case, we should make a gzera, that maybe you would do, somebody would do yibam here without chalitza. Rashi explains we should make a gzera, maybe one of these two are going to do yibam, and one of the other are going to do yibam without chalitza. And each one is going to be marrying safek yibam l'shuk. Or achos Kuka. In other words, bishlam in the case where you have one brother on one side and one on the other side. So we say that since the one who had two brothers, the first one does chalitza, and the second one then does yibam. So then that sort of teaches us that the others on the other side you have to do chalitza. But in this case where someone is going to be doing Yibam on each side, maybe we should be concerned that Yibam will be done without doing Chalitza. Now, if Yibam is done without anybody doing Chalitza, then there's a serious problem. And that problem is that we're afraid 
that if somebody does Yibam, you might hit either Achais Zekukasai, you might hit the sister of the one who is Zakuk to you, or you might be hitting uh, a Yivam Aloshuk. Kamash Malan. So the Chidoshes were not worried about that. Look at Rashi. Let's read Rashi. Ma'od the Tema Nigzar. You might come to be miyabim one of these two be'echad mishnayim elu, and one of these two b'loi chalitz. So that chalitz of the kapaga kolchad, each one is going to be encountering safek yivam l'shuk. Maybe if yibum is done on each side, this woman is someone who's zakuk to somebody else, or this might be the sister of someone who is zakuk to me. Kamash malan d'loi gazrinan. Now, Rashi's Bala Baikasha, Why don't I already know this from the Rasha? There we say you could do Khalitsa. What the one who has one brother could do Khalitsa and the other one Khalitsa and Yibam. Why are, why there are we not afraid you might do Yibam without Khalitsa? There, since only one person's doing Yibam. Since the individual one is doing chalitza, that's going to remind everyone to not to do yibum until chalitza is done. Meaning, since the one that has two brothers, chalitza is going to be done first, that will remind not to do yibum until the other individual brother does chalitza. But here, where yibum is being done on both sides, so we, we're, we should be concerned, maybe Yibam will be done without Chalitza. Okay, so the bottom line is, when there are two brothers for each person, what is the Halacha? We say the first brother does Chalitza, and the second one does Yibam. So now the Gemara has a very fundamental question. Why is this different than that which we learned in a Mishnah? On this mission is quoted on Yerches and Aleph, and it's again on Chavavam and Aleph and Chavzayin Amid Beis. Arba Achin, four brothers, Shnai Mehem Nesu and Shtei Achayos, two married to two sisters. Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. Reuven, Shimon are married to Rachel and Leah. Umeisu, Reuven, and Shimon die, and now Rachel and Leah fall to Levi and Yehuda. Umeisu and Nesu and Achayos, the one married to the brothers die. So you do chalitza. The two surviving brothers, they do chalitza and they don't do yibam. Wait a second. Why in our Mishnah, when you have two brothers on one side, two brothers on the other side, you do on one side chalitza and yibam, on the other side chalitza and yibam, and in this case where two sisters fall to two brothers, they, the two brothers, they both do um, chalitza, not yibam. Why? Why can't one brother do chalitza and one brother do yibam, just like in our Mishnah? Why in our Mishnah is it okay, one brother does chalitza and the other brother does yibam, and in that Mishnah, both brothers have to do chalitza? Rashi, Meha, By the way, another question is, that Rashi adds, the seifa over there says, if the two of them do yibam, they both have to divorce. And here we say if they both do Yibam, in other words, if let's say brother A and B on one side does Chalitza, then brother uh, C and D on the other side, if they do Yibam, then they don't have to go back. In other words, why don't we say, you have two sisters falling to two brothers. 
So brother A cannot, Levi, in other words, could Levi do Yibam to Rachel or to Leah? No, because maybe it's Achos Kukasai. So why don't we say, Levi, why don't you do Chalitza to Rachel? And then Yehuda, do Yibam to Leah, Mimanam Shach. Because uh, this woman is falling to Yehuda. Elamai, she's Achos Kukasai. No, she's not Achos Kukasai because my brother... Levi already did chalitza to her sister, the same way we're saying in our Mishnah. Why don't we say, let the other brother do chalitza and push off the zika, and this one will be miyabim one. Just like in our Mishnah, you're miyabim both of them. Each one could do yibam after the chalitza of her sister. Like we said, Why over here do we not say everyone has to do chalitza just like over there? So the Gemara says like this, Hachi hashta, like this now. Finally, we're up to the Daf Hasam over there. According to the Manda Amar, that the reason why you can't do yibum is because of yesh zika. So the reason is yesh zika. And if it's because of the reason, it's also to mevata the mitzvah of yibam, also levata mitzvah yivamin. Over there, there are one of two reasons why you can't you do yibam to either one, and that's as follows. Let's say in that case, Rachel uh, fall to Levi and Yehuda. So Le- Levi does chalitza to Rachel. So you know why Yehuda can't do chalitza uh, yibam to Leah. Because at the Leah is for sure falling. There's no question. Leah is falling to Yehuda, and Leah, when she falls to Yehuda, cannot live with Yehuda because she is achayse kukasai. So very nice. Um, Levi makes it that Leah is not achayse kukasai because Levi does chalitza to Rachel. But at the end of the day, there was a moment in time that. Leah was Achos Kukasai too. Yehuda. And since she's a Yevama and she's an Eshasach, we know there's a halacha that once an Eshasach does not have a heter Bishas Nefila, she remains Be'isra Eshasach forever. But in our case, Rabbi Isai, in our Mishnah, it, where these two women are falling to two brothers on one side and two brothers on the other side, only one of them is a Yavama, the other one is a Nachriya, is a complete stranger. So if I'm getting, like this, if I'm getting my Yavama, great. And if I'm getting my Yavama, she's not a Kukasai. Elamai, I'm not getting my Yavama. I'm getting a woman who is uh, the sister of someone who is Zakuk to me, but once my brother does Chalitza, he removes the Zika. So, meaning in our case, in our Mishnah, we're not dealing with two Yavamais. So, since we're not dealing with two Yavamais, Achayis Kukasai could be removed. But in that Mishnah, we're dealing with two Yavamais. So, Achayis Kukasai, it could be removed, but she was an Eshesach. And at the moment she fell, there's no heter on her Nefila, so the Isra Eshesach remains forever. Because a Yavama that's also Achayis Kukasai, even if the Zika is removed, she is called Yavama, that had no heter, b'shas nefila, so, the, so she remains with an Israel, shasach. 
Elamai, if you want to hold Ein Zika, you know why nobody could do Yibam? It's like this. If, Rabbi Yisai, um, look at Rashi. If the reason why you can't do Yibam is because it's also to Yivatel the Mitzvah of Yibam, if let's say Levi and Yehuda, one of them does Yibam, Dilma The problem is, let's say Levi does Yibam, Yehuda might die, and then the other woman is going to be Zakok to Levi, and he can't do anything because it's Achis Ishtai. Dilma Yibam. We're afraid. In other words, if we're going to tell Levi and Yehuda, both of you guys do Yibam, we're afraid Levi will do Yibam. And Yehuda will die before he does Yibam. And his, the woman who is Zakuk to Yehuda will now be stuck without any mitzvah because she's going to leave because of Achais Isha. We cause a bitter to mitzvah Yibam. Yibam chalitza. She can't, she can't even do chalitza. And we keep in Shenesra Sha'achas. Now, now like this. So why don't we say, let Levi do Chalitza to one. Inami Chalatz Chad Lechadaf, Levi is going to do Chalitza to one. Va'azlahaya Shniya. And the second one is going to go. Excuse me, the, the, they changed the girls of Va'azlahaya Shasha. And this concern is removed. She remains because she was not right for Yibam to begin with. So let's try to figure this out. In other words, we understand why none, um, they can't both do Yibam because we're afraid if after the first one does Yibam, the second guy might die and now her, the other Yivama will not be able to be Nisyabim by the first Yivam. So why don't we say why don't we say let's say Levi you do Chalitza to one sister and the other one should do Yibam. Ah! You know why Rabbi Yisai? He can't do Yibam to the other one. Because that other one is Achois Zikukasai. Aye, but his brother removed the Zika. But as we said, she's an Eshasach. She was an Eshasach that didn't have a Heter, Bishas Nefila. But in our Mishnah, these are not two Yevamais. One woman is Yevama, the other one is falling to some guy somewhere else. So once the first brother does Chalitza, the second brother could do Yibam because he's not doing Yibam to Achois Zikukasai. Because the brother removed the Zika. Elamai, she's an Eshasach. Why is she an Eshasach? If she's my Yavama, I could do Yivam to her. If she's the sister of my Yavama, so then she's not an Esrei Shesach to me. Uh, but in our case, in our Mishnah, each brother could say, I got the right one. I got the Yavama. And if I didn't get the Yavama, well, my brother gave Chalitza to the Yavama. And uh, I'm marrying her sister. Okay. The Mishnah says, 
and once, let's say, two brothers on one side do chalitza, the other two brothers on the other side, if they do yibum, we don't remove them. Tani. who holds ein zika, but he does hold that you're allowed to be mabatul mitzvahs yivanim. Oh boy, you're not supposed to remember that. What about Ram Gamliel who holds ein zika? And mutter levato mitzvah sivamin. Yeah. Yeah. The answer is Rem Gamliel cannot be the Tana of this Mishnah, because this Mishnah either holds yesh zika or also levato mitzvah sivamin. But Rem Gamliel would have to argue on this Mishnah, because the Gemara later offers one of two possibilities of explaining that Mishnah, and neither of them work for Rem Gamliel. Rabasi, that's basically what the Gemara came out on Yerches. The Gemara quoted that Mishnah, and the Gemara said, Oh, it's a Raya Yeshika. And the words, no, it's not a Raya, it's because of Asr Levatel. So you're right, the Gemara there asks, and what, what does Rangamliel say? Because he holds Ein Zika and Mutter Levatel. So clearly, Rangamliel would not agree with the halach of that Mishnah. Okay. Kadmu Vakansu Ein Moitzian. Tani Shilava Filushneim Kaihanim. Even if they're both kaihanim, they are allowed to stay with the women. I, but one of them is marrying a chalutza. My time, a chalutza drabanani, v'safek chalutza lagazu rabbanan. Each woman, a chalutza drabanan. Each woman is a safek chalutza, and a safek chalutza lagazu rabbanan. For like the Gemara, a chalutza drabanani, a chalutza drabanan. By the time we learned in Brisa, grusha only ala grusha. Chalutza minai and tamalim v'isha grusha. It says Vi'isha, Midrabanu a Chalutz Drabanan across Machta Ba'amahu, and the Pasik is just an Asmachta. It says the Mishnah. Mitzvah Begadal Liabim. The mitzvah is on the oldest brother to do Yibam Vim Kadam Hakatan Zacha. If a younger brother advanced and chaptan, he is Zaycha. Okay? So now we're going to uh, try to find the source of this halacha. What is the makar that the mitzvah is on the gadol, and yet the katan could be jump ahead. Tanur Abanam, it says in the Pasuk like this, And the oldest son that is born in Yibam should take the name of the deceased brother, and, his, and the deceased name should not be wiped down. The simple meaning is, the oldest boy that is born from the union of Yibam, uh, takes the name of the deceased uh, uh, brother. But from there we're going to Darshan, no. Bechar doesn't refer to the oldest boy who is born, but rather to the oldest Yavam. From here we see there's a mitzvah on the oldest to do Yavam. Asher Teled, that gives birth. Pratla Island Hashem, that excludes an islandist that can't give birth. We would have thought that means the child takes inherits the possessions of the deceased brother. No. 
takes the name of the brother that's not going on the child that's born, but rather lenachla that's going on the yavam inherits his brother. So we're basically turning the pasuk on its head. We read the pasuk: the oldest child that's born will take the name of the deceased, and we're saying no, that's not what it means. We're saying the oldest yavam will take the inheritance of the brother. In what? Lenachala. He's not named after his brother. He's not naming his kid after his brother. He's getting the inheritance of his brother. Does it mean that the Yavam gets the Nachla? Or does it mean he names his kid after him? Yosef, Karnaisa, Yosef. If his brother's name was Yosef, we call the kid Yosef. Yochanan, Karnaisa, Yochanan. Here it says, he takes the name of his brother, and it says, that Yaakov tells Yosef, any more brothers born to Menashe and Ephraim, will get, will be called by the name of their brothers and their inheritance. So there it doesn't mean any brothers that are born will be named after Ephraim and Menashe. But rather, it means they will be subsumed in the inheritance of Menashe and Ephraim. Ma shem ha'omer la'la just like the name over there refers to inheritance. Av shem ha'omer ka'la So from this Gezer Shava, we learn out that the Pasuk is not kipshutai. You're not naming the kid after the deceased, but rather the brother that does the yibam inherits the possessions of the deceased. V'lo yimach and his name will not be wiped out. Prat Lesris, this uh, teaches that somebody who is not capable of having children cannot do the mitzvah of Yibam. Sheshmai Macha, because his name is already blotted out. Now, the reading of this Pasuk is Mamish Keneged Pshutai Shalmikra. Pshutai Shalmikra is that the oldest descendant of the Yibam marriage, of the Leveret marriage, is named after the deceased. And we're reading it, no, the oldest brother of the deceased gets his inheritance. Even though in Ka'at Tarakula we, uh, we do not extricate a verse from its simple reading, but over here, which teaches does not refer to naming, but rather to inheritance. And it completely approves the simple meaning of the Pasuk. That implies, had it not been for the Gezer Shava, I mean, I would have thought, shame, when it says shame, it doesn't mean inheritance, shame mamish, a real name that you name the kid after the deceased. So the question is, how could you think that the Pasuk is saying you name the kid after the deceased? Who's the Pasuk talking to? And it will be the first verse that's born. Yakum al shame. He should be established on the name. Laman kamazrachmana. Who's the Torah warning? Liyavam. We're warning the Yavam that he should name the kid after the deceased. Uh, we're talking to the Yavam. We're saying on his brother. Yakum al shame It should say he should establish. Based on, you should establish on the name of your brother. If we're talking to the Yavam, we shouldn't say his brother. We're talking to him. We should say your brother. If we're talking to Bezdin, 
not the name of his brother. Yaakum Hashem Achi Aviv If we're warning the Bezdin, and if the Torah is talking that the Bezdin has to warn the Yavam, if it's the Bezdin, Moide Rachman Rashi says, Mitzvah's Kriyashim Abem, Yaakum Hashem Achi Aviv It should say, he will be established by the name of the brother of his father. If we're talking to Bezdin, we're telling Bezdin what the kid's name should be, then we should say, Bezdin, we should, the kid's name should be the same name as the, his father's brother. Says the Gemara, Maybe this is what the Torah is telling Bezdin. Not, not the kid's name should be, but tell your, the Torah is telling the Bezdin, tell the Yavim, the Yavim, Amrulei the Yavim, tell the Yavim, Yaakum al-Shem Achiv, that the kid should be named based on your brother. So it's basically, we're reading it now, that the Torah is telling the Bezdin to tell the Yavim. So therefore, the Pasa could have been read, that the Torah is addressing the Bezdin to tell the Yavam to name his kid after his brother. And the Gzeir Shava comes and it uproots it entirely. Ela so Gzeir Shava, and it's saying it has nothing to do with the name, but rather inheritance. Hashta, okay. Now, Hashta da'amrit krabagadokse. Now that we're reading the Pasuk. That Vahaya Habakhar, now that the name is going on the brother, that the Torah is telling the right now that we're saying we have Xerashava, and the brother takes the inheritance of the deceased. So Vahaya Habakhar is going on the Yavam, that the Yavam is the oldest. So says the Gemara. Now that the Pasuk is talking about the oldest brother, why don't we say the Pasuk is saying only the oldest brother could do Yibam and any other brother can't do Yibam. Only the oldest brother could do Yibam. Says the Gemara, how in the world could you possibly think only the oldest brother could do Yibam? We know we have a Pasuk that excludes Eishes Achiv Shaloi Hayoba that a non-contemporaneous brother to the brother that died can't do Yibam. If only the oldest brother could do Yibam, why do I need a Pasuk to exclude Eishazam He's clearly not the oldest if he wasn't even born when his brother died. So therefore you cannot say the Pasuk means only the oldest brother does Yibam, otherwise I would not need a Pasuk to exclude Maybe no. Maybe we need to exclude He's not a Bukhar. He is a Bukhar. Maybe it's because he's the Bukhar of a different mother. So we would still think he does Yibam because he's still a Bukhar. And therefore the Torah says if he's not contemporaneous with his Paternal brother, there's no Yibam. Ve'emel muti b'chor de'ima. Says the Gemara, never in a million years would I think 
that when the Torah says Bechar, it could mean um, a Bechar from a different mother. As we know, Yibam is dependent on Nachala, and a Bechar from a different mother does not inherit, so I never would have thought that he would be included in Bechar. Says that you cannot think. Says so why don't we read the pasuk as follows? You only do yibum when there is a bechar. If there is no bechar alive, then you don't do yibum. I understand that. That from Eishasach of by Lamai clearly. A non-Bachar could do Yibam, but then maybe that's only when there is a Bachar. Maybe Yibam can only be possible when there is a Bachar. It says a one of them dies. Doesn't that mean Doesn't that mean one of them dies, even if the Bachar dies? That means you don't need a Bachar. Says no, maybe when it says Umesachar Mayhem, it's Dafka when the katan dies. The Ema Demis Katan, maybe Yibam is only possible when the katan dies. And the Torah is saying that uh, only a Bakar could do Yibam. Says no, we we already said we can't say Yibam is only done by a Bakar, because why then would I need a Pasik to exclude Aishasakhav Shalai Haibai Lamai? Who's clearly not a Bechor? Hamid Rachman Yisham Shabbat by Lamai. So now the Gemara has another possibility. Ve'ema kileka Bechor kadam katan. Zacha. Maybe it means like this. When there's no Bechor, a katan could jump an older brother. Ve'ika Bechor, when there is, kadam katan loy zacha. Maybe Vahaya Bechor is saying when there's a Bechor, he cannot be jumped. When there's no Bechor, the katan could jump. Says the Gemara, Amar Kra ki Yeshu Achim Yachtov, when brothers sit together, Huksha Yeshiva Achim Yeshivas Achim Zalaza. We're comparing the living of the brothers one to another, that they're all equal. There's no difference between whether there is a bechar, there's no a bechar. If a katan cannot jump a bechar, he can't jump anyone. Now the Gemara has another thing. We know. That if there's no Bechar, we go to the oldest brother. Maybe not. Maybe when there's a Bechar, we first give first dibs to the Bechar. When there's no Bechar, and if there's no Bechar, we don't go to the, give first dibs to the oldest brother. And yet, we know that's not the Halacha. Why did Abai Kshisha teach? The mitzvah is on the gadol to do yibam loy ratsa. If he doesn't want hachem eitzel achavak katan, we go to the younger brother loy ratsa chazan eitzel gadol. Says the Gemara. You know why? Kibachar. We compare the gadol to the bachar. Ma bachar bechayrasa garmalai av gadol gedulasa garmalai. We compare the Gadol to the Bechar. Why we compare the Gadol to the Bechar? I'm not sure. I'm not sure of this step. 
So Gemara asks, "Ve'ema kimiyabim bechar lishkal nachala kimiyabim pashuloy lishkal nachala." Okay, fine. So we know that not only the bechar has to do yibum, but maybe the taking over the inheritance is only when he's a bechar. But when a regular brother does yibum, he doesn't take inheritance. So Gemara says, "No," but the pasuk says, "Yakom Hashem achiv benachala." So as once you take the place of the deceased, you get the nachala. It says, Yaakam HaShem Achiv, Amar Yaakam HaShem Achiv, Kam, he took his place. So the question is, so regarding what status, so why is he called a Bechar? It's the oldest brother, and a Bechar has no privileges, and nothing different happens when there is a Bechar, it's not a Bechar. So why are we calling him a Bechar? Vela Bechar, the Kairachmana, Regarding what do we call him a Bechar? It should say, Why does it say Bechlau Bechar? says, To detract, that we know that a Bechar only takes a double portion on something that's in his possession, not something that's destined to fall. Just like a Bechar only takes a double portion on what he is holding on to an out something that's destined to fall, means something that's going to come after the death of the father. He doesn't get a double portion, only what he's, only what is muhsak in the hand of his father, so too this din that the Yavam takes, two portions, his own portion and the deceased portion, he only takes beroi, um, um, he only takes what he's muhsakin and not what is destined to fall to him. Avhai, so too this Yavam, the reason why we call him a Bechar is because his ability to Yarshin is like that of a Bechar. Avhai, inar noito beroi kibamuksuk. So to this one does not take what is destined to come to him only uh, as he takes something that's in his possession. Your homework is try to. I don't have clear the question of, maybe we'll go back to tomorrow night. Um, the answer, excuse me, Ki b'char, ma b'char b'char, but the question is, maybe we only revert back to a b'char, we don't revert back to a gadol. So what's the answer, like a b'char? What's the pshat, Nelson? You have a pshat? Yeah, the Mitzvah to bring down the Raj, the Ritz, the Pesach, the Rosh, all say, that the only reason the Bukhar gets precedent is because he's older. So if there's no Bukhar, you take the next one that's older. I mean, the whole godless of the Bukhar is because of his age. So, yeah. how do I know that? Maybe it's because he's a Bukhar. Well, that's what they're saying. I, mm-hmm. I mean, because I already know you don't have to be a Bukhar to do Yibam. Right? Because I know that from the exclusion of Eishas Shalai by Lamai. So if, you, if I know you don't have to be a Bechar, so what is the Indian of Bechar? The Indian is, he gets first dibs. Why? But maybe the reason he gets first dibs is because he's the firstborn. So they're saying, no, that's not why. It's because of his age. So if it's because of his age, so then even then the oldest brother as well. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, Gaya. That's what, that's what it says that Ritzvah brings down, what the Rav just said. That it's that what? because we know that a non bechar could do yibum. It's not because he's mamish to bechar, just that he's the oldest. But but he maybe but maybe the din that 
he takes precedence. What I'm saying is, you're right. Anybody could do yibum, but maybe the din of precedence is dependent on bechar. I know anyone could do yibum. That I learned from Eishel Shabbat Elohim. But maybe the din of kadima is the din of bechar. That's what I'm sort of asking. And, and bechar, why? Because he's oldest. I mean, no, but maybe it's because he's the. Maybe there's something special about being a bechar. How do you know it's not because there's something special about being a bechar? Saying it's mistaber. Because yibum could be done by a non-bechar. Okay. It's not... I know yibum could be done, but, but the din that you get first dibs, maybe first dibs is dependent on being a bechar. Saying it's not mistaber. If anyone could do yibum. Okay, Rabbi Sai, I wish everyone a good night. I have Marav at 10 o'clock. Okay, Shkoyach. Good night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.